Oh, drama aplenty. Zaki, the bubble has burst. What does that mean for the Cox Plate? Brett Preble, the man of the moment. Again, he pumped his fist when he hit the line. He knew he'd got there just by the barest of margins. Conformist, non-conformist, heading to a Caulfield Cup. Is that the best form line to try and challenge incentivise in a week's time? Holmesman was big. The fallout for Zaki will be big as well. Dwayne Dunn started the whispers, the rumours that he didn't work well during the week. He certainly has performed below par today. We'll follow the Zaki story, but at the moment, it's all about probability. Matt Stewart, tell me you had something on. You declared her. I had something on the exacto to beat Zaki. Oh, which, all the way up the straight, I knew it was a forlorn oh, thing. It's amazing how that Maddie. race. Williams peeled out at the the 600 to make his run on Zaki with a clear run and you could tell within 10 strides that he just wasn't surging and then as soon as you saw that you spotted non-conformist shark and 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 probably was jogging as well so they were going to run the one two 500 out Zaki was cactus yeah. tracks are firm too Zaki's you know there's going to be a lot of fallout to this would you know would she have run on a on a firm two is with he, Zaki is he comfortable around tighter turning tracks. I reckon the firm deck's what yeah, fit him in. I, I, I would say the same. He's going to get a softer deck when we get to the valley, because you get the cut out of the ground. But what does this mean for the Cox Plate complexion? The two big guns have been rolled the past two weeks. Does this now make you, if you're sitting back part owner of Incentivise, more keen to say, hey, if we win the Caulfield Cup, let's roll around again in seven days' time? It's a little horse I've been talking about for a little while. It's uh, in quarantine at the moment, called State of Rest, who's Stocks are, are looking pretty handy at this point of the game, I'd have thought. Well, it's interesting with Probable too. Do, do they now have to go to the Cox Plate? You have to go to the Cox Plate. So, yeah, I don't know. And even old Holmesman gave Zaki a run for his money. So the, the big story is going to be he, Zaki. He, there's something not right. He has run subpar. Probable's run to her level, and she got beaten almost two lengths by him last start. Brent Zarafa just made a really good point about what... Probability is paid on the tote. Now, given there's a dollar twenty favour in the race, she's paid five dollars thirty. Mm. So that's there's been real confidence about her today in the market that she, this this was her day. She she could get close to to Zaki today. It's reflected and all the commentary the from Jamie Richards and Brett Preble leading in was Caulfield is a much different story than a soft five at Sandown. And this this firm deck at Caulfield today, uh, you know, I'm not. Let's hear from the man of the moment, Brett Preble. Another Group 1 this spring. Having made ta- Take us through that run. You know, we had a nice enough clip, and then obviously Holmesman put this pressure on from the 650. And I left her a bit flat-footed, and she doesn't really have a particularly like the position I was in, but we dealt, we were dealt one, so I had to deal with it. And I was going to probably... A bit mindful of the obviously, on the phase back. But I was really concerned about Geordie's horse today. I liked the weight one and a firm track too. I was, I was uh, a big negative against the faith today on the firm track, and uh, I was right. So, um, she's all guts, you know. I was, I was out. I was out. out. Last hundred, she was out. She had nothing left. And uh, every time I asked her, kept lifting. She couldn't, but she kept trying her heart out. And, uh, no, it was great. It was She's just all guts and uh, determination. It was a really good. It was a good, good finish. I actually congratulated Jordy, which is a bit of a kick in the backside. But um, I own a bottle of champagne for that. That's bad form. Are you pinching yourself, mate? Considering <coughs> this spring that you've had, I know all this is the the, the pinnacle, but it's comes from a lot of hard work for you. 
Yeah, it is, you know. Obviously, I'm, I'm actually getting a bit sick of talking about that, you know. I'm more, more interested in that, about the, the, the quality horses I'm riding and, and the, the, the job that the trainers are doing for me. Um, yeah. Obviously, I wouldn't be here without them. So let's let's start talking about them and 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 let's be people be nice. And uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm fortunate today. Obviously, get uh, two really nice winners from um, James and uh, James Amy, sorry. And he gave me, you know, he sort of he took a little bit of a push to, to get, get me on the horses. Yeah, Damien Lamb sort of doing a perfectly good job for him. And um, Henry Palmetto and Jonas sort of sort of batted for me to to ride probably obviously going for the for the Cox Plate. So. They opted to go for a jockey could stay on her, and, and that's how I've ended up with those nice rides today. Your name are up in lights, mate. I'm going to keep reflecting on how brilliant you are. Well done. Thanks very much. The spring ticket, thanks to Dalziel Racing. For the ultimate racehorse ownership and exciting thoroughbred experience, get involved with Wiley Dalziel and Peter Moody. Start at DalzielRacing.com. How can Moody not be thinking about rising fast right now? <laughs> and then you've got Preble, the issue with Preble and Incentivise and Probabil. And, well, like, wouldn't that, like, if you read Preble, you've got to, yeah, wow, what a, what a conundrum to have. Let's bring in Dwayne Dunn. Dwayne, so much. You tip this, Dwayne. So much to, uh, actually, Dwayne. Run, I can't find him. Hang on one second, uh, Dwayne, because I want to hear Graham Bed runner-up nonconformist on .com. When the barriers come out, I thought, oh, we might just use our gate. And uh, I thought Craig Williams drawn outside. And I said, Craig's too clever for that. He might just uh, whip in behind Geordie, and Geordie might get caught out three wide. I said, anyway, I thought that Holmeson might wind it up from the 600, which actually happened. I said, well, you're better off being the stalker and be the one finishing it at hard late. Uh, obviously, we're going into the Caulfield Cup next week. Um, so I think the run was outstanding today. Yeah, super prep run for seven days' time. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Dwayne, as we were saying, I mean, non-conformist, we'll talk about it in a minute, drops to 51.5 in a Caulfield Cup off the back of that. Uh, Dwayne, you were the one who first put the little rumour out there today. Uh, that wasn't the real Zaki that we have seen in the past. No, definitely not. What I didn't like is, and, and this is probably one of Craig's downfalls, is he... he doesn't really gel with the horse that gets up on the bridle. That horse didn't really settle down in a nice rhythm today. He was always up and up and about and just couldn't get down, just relaxed. And maybe he was hurting a little bit, which was making him want to run through the bridle and get it over and done with in a hurry. And, um, you know, the, the track work, as I said, leading into it wasn't fantastic. Um, no doubt the firm track was a, a, a total negative today. But, gee, he has to really bounce off the back of that to turn the tables. I, you know, I think they paid out early for him to win the Cox Plate. I think they'd be uh, regretting they did. That was a bizarre thing. That the did a bizarre act of generosity. I, I know we're speculating too far ahead now, but if you've got a horse like Incentivise who trots around and wins the Caulfield Cup next week and you've got a, a Cox Plate that is actually in your lap a week later, is it? does it have to come into view? I know we're going a, a race ahead, Dwayne, but, you know... If you put a market together now for the Cox Plate, you'd have incentivised as favourite. How do you not run with a horse that's probably going to run favourite? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, uh, you know, we we, we probably can be too kind to these horses sometimes. You know, old school, they would run in all three of those races. They wouldn't even uh, bat an eyelid and and back them up. And, uh, you know, they only need to to gallop on race day. There's no no reason why they can't bounce back. And the race horses are fully fit, they're peaking. Um, Yeah, you really got to 
sit down and scratch your head and say, well, tell me why I shouldn't be running in that race. And that'll be, no doubt, in the back of Peter Moody's mind. He's done a fantastic job with this horse, but he's tough. He's been around the world, and um, he, he deserves that opportunity, I reckon. Look what's happened. Very elegant wobbled. Zaki's wobbled. Um, Animo, we're yet to find out today. If Animo wins, blows him away in the guineas, he will be the favourite. Well, almost, I'd love to be Peter Moody taking on a three-year-old play. in the Cox play. And then, Dwayne, as far as I'm concerned, and, and you, just, you mentioned old school, say if you happen to win the Caulfield Cup easily, then you go around and win the Cox play. It's almost like who cares with the Melbourne Cup. You, ha- you have a go as well, but you've got these two massive things in the bank. It almost becomes a great problem to have, doesn't it, by the time you get to the third race? Yeah, absolutely. Like that, these horses come out of derbies and they're three-year-olds. They back up in a Melbourne Cup. So, um, you know, a horse like Incentivise has got a lot better foundation and, and the miles in the legs than a than a juvenile three-year-old coming. You know, really not really realistically three running in a derby and then running in a Melbourne Cup. So, um, yeah, it's, it should be. I, there's a lot of money to be had. I'm going to bring Dean Lester in here. I still want to take on probably Elena Cox Plate. She, as Dwayne, as, as Preble said, she was out that last hundred and she's not going to get as firm a dick in a Cox Plate. But who do you want to take her on with? She's into second favouritism now. Uh, (laughs) Dean Lester joins us. Dino, so many storylines out of that. Uh, what's your first impressions out of the might and power? Um, well, my first impression was that they made it a, a sit and sprint and that was the way to, to beat Zaki. We saw him have that extended long gallop when he won the Dooman Cup and the Q22 when it was pressure all the way. He loved it. The Hollandale Cup, the same. Uh, sit up and sprint and uh, when you know, Holmes went quickly at the 600, it got him out, a little bit out of his comfort zone. I thought he he, he didn't obviously he got beaten at a short price, but if they start winding it up eight or nine hundred out in the Cox Plate, that's that's his sort of more to his wheelhouse. So he's uh, we're going to get Nick Quinn. I'll, I'll just quickly bring Quinny in now. Can we get him online just to give us the revised Cox Plate market? And then I want to see uh, if you're happy to still play Zaki or go elsewhere. Quinny, what's the market moves post that on the Cox Plate? Zaki's gone from $1.80 out to $2.50. Probably has been the big mover with $26 for the Cox Plate before that race and now into the second elect at $8 to join Very Elegant at that quote. Very Elegant's been a bit of a firmer today in from 9. Gold Trip 11, Incentivise 11 and the ace up the sleeve could be Animo who goes around today obviously in the Corfield Guinea, still $13 for the Cox Plate. Uh, Mooney Valley can play firm too, you know. Mooney Valley's not always got that Strathair sort of cushion. Uh, it plays as firm as the others uh, eight times out of ten. Dean, would you say how much has Zaki's Cox Plate, assuming he pulls up okay, um, how much has that damaged his Cox Plate claims? It sounds like you still think he's in the mix. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not too... Look, he was beaten today and you don't want to see them beaten, but uh, he can he can bounce back for sure. And, I mean, I don't understand about this firm track. That Dooman track was like a, a rock the day he won uh, the Dooman Cup and the Q22, they were complaining how firm it was. So uh, I don't know about that. I just think... Uh, I think, you know, that in a small tactical race, they found a way to, to bring him undone. Uh, and I think had he, in the early stages, got outside the lead and put the speed on for himself from the 800 would have been a different race but he got dictated to a bit early and uh, and that was that's his Achilles heel sending down to George Hanlon's remember that story with Rubiton huh. getting beaten in the Caulfield Stakes uh, getting beaten by drought 
Yes, and then uh, having a bit of a holiday down at George Hanlon's for a few days. So um, it will be interesting. It's well, changed everything. You, 